This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Wise Men Say Reaction Podcast. I'm James Copley and Sunderland have just beaten Bradford City by a goal to nil, courtesy of an Aidan McGeady first half goal in front of a packed house, a League One record attendance. I'm going to head down into the tunnel and see who I can find and get some post-match reaction. So I'm joined by the Chronicles, Craig Johns. How are you doing, Craig? Yeah, good, thanks, man. Good. What you did you doing? make of the game? What did you make of the game? Let's cut to the chase. Uh, yeah, um, it, it was a brilliant game, to be fair. League One attendance record set the day. Um, Sunderland fans were absolutely brilliant today. They, they got behind the team from start to finish, and uh, they were treated to a brilliant game of football. Uh, first half, I thought Sunderland dominated. I thought they were really good in the first half, and, and they certainly deserved to be 1-0 up at half-time. Second half, Bradford had to stretch the game more, come at Sunderland more, uh, and that led to a very entertaining second half of football. It was a bit like a basketball game at times. Yeah, anyway. it was, it was. And, um, and yeah, of course, there, there was uh, plenty of drama for the fans as well. Yeah, what, what about the controversy right at the end there? The um, the ball over the line, it looked over the line to me. Well, how did you see it? Yeah, I mean, it, it did me at the time as well. I was quite worried about it. Um, I've since seen a picture. We don't get replays up in the press box, but uh, someone sent me a picture and it, and it looks like there that it is over the line. But ultimately, Sunderland fans won't care. I don't care. It's three points for Sunderland today. Uncharacteristic from uh, McLaughlin, though, isn't it? He's been, he's been well, one of our best players this season. Oh, absolutely, completely uncharacteristic and uh, you've got to see um, tip your hat to the Sunderland fans because uh, the moment it happened, they immediately reacted by getting behind the players, getting behind McLaughlin, giving a big cheer and a big roar, uh, which probably helped them over the line. A good day for Sunderland fans then? Yeah, a brilliant day. Not only have Sunderland got the three points, but Portsmouth also lost, so with that win, they're now back to five points behind Portsmouth, two games in hand, so it's back in the hand so to speak a Merry Christmas thanks for speaking to us Craig I'm joined by Sunderland Echoes Phil Smith in the tunnel and BBC Radio Newcastle's Nick Barnes what did you think of the game today? Um, hard work I thought to be fair to Bradford they were so much better than what we saw from them earlier in the season I thought they were sort of quite well tried to keep the game as narrow as possible brought quite intelligently on the counter and to be fair they made, a, they made it hard for Sunderland Sunderland obviously we know they like to go wide as early as possible but there wasn't a huge amount of space for them to do that in so I thought Bradford were good and I, I don't think you could have um, I don't think you could have quibbled if they got that point which they certainly should well, have I had because it's a huge listen Sunderland haven't had the referee in luck this season so they were due one but my god they haven't, have, they haven't have got that look to do. And I watched the, I've just seen the incident with the ball over the line, or was it over the line again? And it, it looks to me like it was over the line. And 
McLaughlin managed to claw it out. But as someone pointed out, you know, last season, if that had been Sunderland with a goalkeeping situation, that goal would have been given. And this season, Phil says, you know, you, you, you ride your luck sometimes. They, they rode it. Overall, do they deserve to win the game? Probably might have just squeaked it. But I wouldn't have begrudged Bradford a point. I thought they did play much, much better than the Valley Parade. Uncharacteristic from McLaughlin as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it's strange, and I'm not quite sure what happened. I mean, something to spin up off him and spiral back over him. Whether yeah. the ball was spinning and he couldn't get his hand on it, I'm not sure, but it was a um, heart-in-the-mouth moment without question. I mean, that said, Sunderland had a chance in the first 10, 15 minutes. Madger arguably was a little unlucky not to, yeah. s- to sort of sneak one in. Um, Oviedo's free kick, which was clawed out, tipped over. That sort of had the the better chances were Sunderland's and McLaughlin apart from that didn't have a great deal to do but I think they they laboured a bit today yeah, yeah. against them and I'm, I, one player I would point out would, would like to sort of praise is Luke and I and I thought he yeah. had a fantastic yeah, game right I, thought, uh, I thought the other player who I kind of was really impressed with today was Jack Baldwin I think he's probably mm. they probably dipped him recent weeks but I, to be honest from the centre half at this level I think that's pretty much all you can ask of them he was good on the ball he didn't just give it away Went long when he needed to, but generally speaking, was pretty clever. Made some big headers, some big covering challenges. I thought those were the two big positives there. And the other thing you have to say, really encouraging. What more and White both looked mm. absolutely excellent off the bench. White just holding the ball up, bouncing players off him, and then what more with a few brilliant runs, yeah, which got was, the biggest roars of the afternoon. There was one nice, particularly there was one particularly nice nod down from White, which Watmore ran onto, which produced, produced the save. And I mean, I think in you know. The cold light of day, you know, at the end of the season, this would be a 1-0 win, three points mm-hmm. on an afternoon when Portsmouth dropped points. Yeah, just about um, so they're, they're sort of back, in, back on track in, in, in that sense. But, uh, you know, what they'll get from it is a bounce. You know, they didn't let themselves down in front of a big crowd. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've got another home game on Saturday. They've, they've got a bit of, sort of, I use that word momentum, but maybe impetus from the win today, knowing they've pushed themselves back into... And unbe- you know, unbeaten at home by Christmas is, is no, is no it's, not, it, it's interesting because um, Portsmouth until today had lost both their games at home and ironically one of them was Gillingham and they've lost their first away game this season at Gillingham yeah, so yeah. you know you, you do have sides that tend to sort of like look, look at Warsaw this season with Sunderland you know Sunderland failed to beat them in three attempts so they, yeah, yeah, the, bogey you know, they the bogey side <laughs> this season it, it happens um, I, thought, I thought Sunderland's application was good today because they came out and they were very steady they didn't get, didn't get carried away because of the occasion um, they try to do their roles but I thought Bradford were just stubborn and you know, fair play to them for that so it wasn't a day we'll remember the occasion we'll remember the attendance yeah. and a huge day in that sense but it was a game that they got a bit of luck with the ground it out and, and that's what you have to do and rather than the, the sort of you know, famous this is Sunderland because they tend to slip up in front of these big crowds yeah, they didn't yeah. you know they it's sort of another monkey off their back in a way that they didn't we'll seem to be reversing those narratives yeah. oh we're just going to speak to Jack Russell you know how quickly things can change. Portsmouth losing today, you winning. Ultimately, in a few weeks' time, end of the season, what you will look at is a one-nil win, and it's three more points. Yeah, it's a you know out with when you when you step out of the Premiership and the number of fixtures you have, and the, the, the three leagues below in England uh, is relentless, uh, is demanding, and you've got to find ways to win games. And obviously, you and I spoke a couple of weeks ago about any team that achieves promotion or title or wins titles. There's a lot of victories in there that they have to grind out in different ways and so it was another one of those today pleasing to get a clean sheet again because we've not had one for a while and um, just delighted for the players because they carried a lot of expectation and pressure into today's game with the size of the crowd and I'm uh, pleased that by and large it was a performance that that, um, that reflected that 
you know, taking on that pressure on the right way, if you like. I was going to say about the crowd, because there are players, obviously, who've played in front of those sort of mm. crowds, in McGeady's, etc. But there are players like Luke who probably haven't, yeah. and they handled that well. Yeah, it's, 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 another, it's another interesting facet to this season and the squad that we have, because there's such a wide mix of, of experiences within the squad because of the, the, the circumstances of the club and where, and where it's came from, where it is now. That's something we spoke about pre-matches. I know a lot of the players had played, some of them, sorry, had played in front of the crowd like that, some hadn't. But even the ones that had, um, it's been a while since they played in front of one like that here. And, and it was emphasising for them to go and relish it and enjoy it. Because it's the reason why you put up with the rubbish days in football and the bad days and the sacrifices just to play on occasions like today. Because it's brilliant. You don't even think a football fan would, would look at today's crowd and stand out there on the pitch and be part of it on the sideline and go... This is good, and, and I'm, that's why I'm pleased that the result came out on a positive side for us. In fairness, you haven't had many rubbish days, really, have you? <laughs> uh, you know what? The, the inside the half when I'm standing on that touchline, <laughs> but hopefully I'll be sure as the season goes on. <laughs> Cheers, Nick. Thank you. That was Jack Ross on today's game. Obviously, coming into January now, you've got pretty much a, a full-strength team. Yeah, it's um, because we've had quite a challenge this season in respect to, to injuries. Um, you know, although saying that, that that everybody that was struck today was the ones that were fit and healthy, so it's um, it's been a kind of ongoing battle that way with with some bumps and bruises. But uh, I think again, it's natural in this league. Um, but it would be nice to to kick on from now until the end of the season with a relatively clean bill of health. But I think the thing from that is that the longer term ones, if you like, so Charlie and Duncan in the main, Ethan Robson's almost back training as well. The, those longer t- the niggles you can put up with because they're always going to happen. But the longer term are the ones that hurt you, and um, you know. Touch wood, but hopefully we're over the worst of them. Yeah, and pleasing that we bounced back as well after a, um, a bad result against Portsmouth. Shows the mentality of the squad. Yeah, they, I think each and every time you know they've not lost many games this season, and, and other than we lost the two league games, it's not like we've been asked that question a lot. But we have done because at this club, when that when you get asked that question, it's usually big questions. It just it just goes with the territory. And each and every time they've responded really well, and it's not easy. It's, it's interesting, you know. I know that people point to all the things we seem to have in our favour as a big club, but we also carry challenges that no other club has. And today was another example. Of that you know, forty-six thousand people is, is big. You carry that. It's not a burden, but it's an expectation, and so you've got to be resilient to deal with that. And I think we're, we're developing that mentality. And in fact, they have, we have developed it because they don't respond in the manner they have done and deal with the challenges situations they have without being a strong group. A good Christmas all round then. <laughs> good, yeah. Some more continue. Cheers. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So I'm in the newly opened Roker End Calf. Another plug for its uh, leader, Martin McFadden from ALS. How are you doing? I'm I'm good. Although I'm I'm pleased with the referees today or the referee because uh, it was clearly over the line. Yeah, yeah. A bit of a Christmas gift, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I wasn't sure whether the way I was sending off to being going. I just kind of presumed he'd send Flanagan off. Yeah. Although I think their player pulled well, him back, so he should have got a yellow as well. But yeah. we won, and the world is good. I'm also joined by Sobs. How are you doing? Absolutely feeling fine, thank you. Good Christmas. Very good Christmas, especially when you don't bugger it up on Boxing Day. Which <laughs> In front of the big crowd as well. Short our normal thing against Bradford, Barnsley, Leeds. Mm. All that sort of thing, but today should have, we should have scored more. But I'm very, very happy one out. I think O Nine was good at right back, wasn't he? Certainly was. He's, yeah, I don't think he's. I think he's sort of. He might have saved the club a bit of money actually. Cause I know because we need a bit of cover there. He's better than Donald Love already. If I'm allowed to say that <laughs> to the Donald Love generation out there, sponsored by Mickey Loft. Yeah, he'll be very annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I think he showed. I mean, we were a bit frightened the other week when he played in the in the cup game at right mm. back. He did okay, and then he was very very good down the country when he played there. And again today, showed because he's got that much energy, and he doesn't give up. He chases anything about. Yeah, the same scored, after yeah. the match. 
He was nice, actually. He was on the pitch. He was, stayed uh, back. He was yeah. playing shooty in with his little kid in yeah, the yeah. rocker end goal. Well, I said to the bloke next to us, he's the new Gary Hours. <laughs> play everywhere. But then he didn't. He'd never seen Gary Hours play. No, but he he hasn't tackled anybody with his head yet. <clears throat> well, no. I think he's better at right back than he is at centre midfield for me, you know. Like Performance-wise, so possibly, far possibly. I thought I thought against Portsmouth in the first like twenty minutes, I was like, oh god, like is this going to be all right? Because obviously, like Luvens was playing next to him, and they were just sort of saw that as a weakness in the defence because it was like mm-hmm. two changes, so they were they were playing the ball down that channel the whole time. But then when I watched it back, I thought he did really well, and obviously he got a goal, and <clears throat> and again the day he was up and down the pitch, and um, he's just so enthusiastic that it's just like you know. It's a positive thing, but I, th- I thought we kind of showboated a bit at one nil, where we kind of like didn't win in as high a gear as what we could have been, and mm. like do that when you win in two nil or three nil, but just get to two nil or three nil first, you know, because yeah, as, as we've seen like in the latter stages of the game, we could have ended up like drawing it quite easily, yeah, and yeah, yeah. probably rightly, it would have been a draw if if the referee hadn't hadn't seen that little clever. Thing that McLaughlin did. I, I can't believe we got away with that. You know, I mean, would you? We've been doing some luck for a long time, but that was. Uh, that was no, why did I haven't seen that close up? Was down the other end of the pitch for me. Like, but if we if we got it, then fair enough. We've had enough yes. over the years that have gone against us. So. Yes. And do you want to do you want to get in a, a, a Roker End Cafe plug? What sort of stuff are we, are we selling here today? Um, bacon sarnies, good nice. coffee. Mexico seventy three sold out of everything at like twenty go. minutes before kick off. So people are obviously we're just trying to do something different instead of like selling crap burgers and chips and pound, bags of sweets for a pound. Although I do buy the bags <laughs> I of do buy those for well a pound, especially the wine gums and the sarsaparillas. From the, but yeah, like we're just trying to kind of like do a different, like offer something a little bit different, like you know proper coffee and like Mexican street food and and the you know obviously bacon sarnies are exclusive to us as well, but <laughs> them being red and white. But no, it's it's going really well and. Um, it's just nicer to be in a bit of a nicer working environment. We've even got a window now, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, it's like so you the can little, look outside the, now. The cave that we've been in for the last twenty years. <laughs> Paul's delighted. <laughs> right, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, guys. No bother, thank you. Cheers. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.